What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings Podcast, man. Appreciate y'all checking us out for another episode. We still breaking down our book, uh, 10 Things You Must Know Before You Quit Your 9 to 5. And today, how to go from a small business to a big business, the process that it takes. Um, I think today's a real dope lesson because we we're going to talk about a lot, but you know, we talked about um, the cash flow quadrant with Robert and it's S is self-employed and then B is business. Mm-hmm. And so we all, you know, say our business, our business, our a business. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of times it's really S is we're really self-employed. For real, for real. And that's, and it's not just lingo to say, to be like, actually, you know, <laughs> when you read this chapter, you can, you can, you'll, you'll, you find out why you're, your self-employment will fail when you try to treat it like a business and it's not a business yet, it's self-employment. And so it's like, okay, if you're self-employed, you need to rock like this until mm-hmm. you become a business. Once if you, that's what you want to do. If that's what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And then once you become a business, you can do it like this. So what's the difference between the two? You know, um, we're going to be busting that down today with a lot more. Thank you for joining us. Make sure uh, if you're not that you already plugged in, um, you subscribe, you rate it, you reviewed and all that good stuff. If you're uh, uh, a repeat listener and if it's, if it's your first time, then give us a chance. Then when you get to the end. If you like what you heard, then you can rate and review. Before we get into the episode, Jay with the NBA, how you feeling, baby? I'm feeling good, man. I'm I'm about to quit my job. Yeah, <laughs> what <While> you playing? <laughs> For real. Yeah, yeah. Nah, this book is dope, bro. Like, listen, if you want to learn about building a business, if you want to really learn something, learn about constructing the business the right way. Mm-hmm. This little twenty dollars that you might spend on this book, bro. Yeah, a worthy investment. I agree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Um, before you quit your job, Robert Kiyosaki, um, and like he said, it's ten lessons um, that you need to know. Um, you can look it up on Amazon, stuff like that, or RichDad.com, something like that. Worthy investment. Yeah, for twenty dollars. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. All right, so let's get straight into it. So, uh, Robert started the book off. He says. Why do most small businesses remain small? He asks his rich dad. Good question. They remain small because they are because there are weaknesses in their BI triangle. It's tough going from a, the S quadrant to the B quadrant if the BI triangle is not strong. Right. Now, remember, the BI triangle is the triangle um, that is supposed to represent your business. Yeah, the components. The of components. The your mission. Uh, your communications, your system, your legal, your product, right? Then it also should be your team, the leadership, uh, uh, and the leadership. And the mission. Uh, yeah, and the mission. So, um, the I part of the tri- the BI triangle is if you're you're looking at it as if you're looking at something to invest in, yeah. you're supposed to look for those things to know if it's a good investment. Right. So right. that's why the BI triangle. Right. B if you're trying to run it as your business. I if you're looking at it as an investor. Right, right, so just right. Not right. running it, but I'm just wanting to invest in it. I need to look for these certain things. Yeah, that yeah. is good. Um so yeah, so let's get into that, Jay. Um we talk about the weaknesses of the triangle uh being one and going from S to B. Um what you want to talk about with that? Um, number one, everyone, everyone's scope is not the same. The title of this, the subtitle 
uh, the chapter that Corey said is how to go from small business to big business, right? And then the subtitle is the scope of the mission determines the product, right? So everyone doesn't have all these components of the BI triangle because they probably ha- don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. They haven't went after it or that's not their scope. That's mm-hmm. not really what they're trying to do. They're just trying to get in and have a good product part, mm-hmm. right? Definitely cash flow. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? A little bit of systems. You know what I'm saying? But it's not they're not really trying to uh focus on um the whole all the components. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When I get started, I ain't care nothing about legal. At all. You feel me? I'm trying to get to the cash flow part right. of the triangle. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So um it's definitely gonna be weaknesses if you number one don't know what they are, and mm-hmm. number two, the business that you getting in, you just like, ah man, it ain't no legal to this, or it ain't no this and that. So if it does, if it's not readily present, like you know you got to do this mm-hmm. to be in that business, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your business is gonna show weaknesses on it because you think you don't need it to operate. Yeah, and I think the thing with it is whether you know it or not, even on a small scale, even as self-employed, you still have to apply the BI triangle for a successful uh, endeavor. Right. So even if you own a if you're a sole proprietor or self-employed you know that's your business for lack of better words um and you're not necessarily a business owner where you uh, where you own a business that runs systems Mm -hmm. you still on your level have to have all those in place or it won't work so even if you making candles Mm -hmm. and it's just you making candles and fulfilling those orders if you don't have a system in place to fulfill those orders and communicate with your customers well, um, then it's not going to work. You it's know funny, what I'm saying? I, I had a candle business back in the day, so you it's funny. A, you had a candle business? Yes. Hmm? I used to sell candles in like flea markets and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny you said that. That's why I'm laughing. <laughs> uh, how was your BI triangle for your candle business? Man, product and cash flow only. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm... Uh, uh, my cousin used to make candles. She had a candle store, and I franchised her operation. Uh, so I used to pay her for the different cents or whatever. And I did inventory back then. I always been good with tracking inventory, figuring out which one sell, and I go and re up with her. Uh-huh. And she was she used to sell in the flea market, and mm-hmm. I used to sell. I used to go on Aldi on the north side. Oh, uh, so, okay, 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 so yeah, okay. It's funny. Saying. I did used to sell. That's candles. funny. <laughs> so you have, you know, what I'm saying. So even, even on that level, you know what I'm saying. It's important to, to have that. So I know when you first getting started, the whole thing, you know, you trying to make you some money. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You you're definitely trying to make you some money. Oh no doubt. Um, <laughs> and then the other thing that you're trying to do is you're trying to get your your product out to everybody. And mm-hmm. so there's usually, like you say, cash flow and and the money. Um, but the problem is, if something don't work fast, <laughs> it ain't gonna work. Yeah. Or if something work too fast, yeah. it ain't gonna work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if your candle, if you and your cousin come up with this uh certain this certain scent, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, and it's flying off the shelves, but y'all ain't y'all legal trash, and not anybody can knock off that scent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. You know. Yeah. So. I just think ain't nobody still burned down. Cause yeah. we ain't had no legal protection. No we ain't had no. We had we wasn't LLC back then. Nothing, you know what I'm saying? You, they would have burned down. We'd have been out of there. Though. I remember uh, the shop I, was, I used to. Uh, um, it's like a studio shop in uh, Houston, and it sold CDs and stuff. But uh, the owner used to 
get um, air freshener by mm-hmm. like the gallons. You know what I'm saying? He used to holler at that boy Bam. He used, to up, <laughs> he used to pull up the air freshener, you know what I'm saying, and print them labels out. Yeah. Uh, now, I don't know if any of this was uh, regulated or approved, <laughs> <laughs> but it smelled good though. Put it in front of a flame and see and yeah. see, what, see what happens. Yeah. yeah, gonna go up. Um, American um, small businesses. Yeah. So Robert says uh, America is a nation of small businesses, right? And this book was wrote in 2005, mm. right? But it's still the same today, right? Um, and is Robert says in uh, America in 2005 had approximately 16 million businesses. 81 percent of those are small businesses with nine employees or fewer, right? Mm-hmm. So 85% of, of employment in America is found in small businesses. That was in 85. So I updated a little bit. Uh, America is still a nation of small businesses. Right. There's uh, approximately 32 and a half, 32.5 million businesses in America. Mm. Out of that 32.5 million businesses, 31.7 million are small, small businesses. businesses. That's crazy. That's crazy. Thirty-one million seven hundred thousand out of thirty-two million five hundred thousand, and all of them got PPP loans. <laughs> it seemed like it. Yeah. Um, so we are a nation of small businesses, right? Um, some people have different definitions. Like Robert said, small business in him is nine employees or less. Um, some websites will say up to f- less than five hundred. Mm. It's considered small business. So 500 or more, it's con- that's when you move into big business. So that's different uh, parameters about what's considered big and what's considered small. Right, right, But right. the fact of the matter is there's 80, 90% of the country is small business. Yeah, so one thing, um, going back, Robert was talking about with the BI triangle, cash flow quadrant and stuff, not just that um, it's dope. Um, to it's talk a, about it's a visual aid uh, but it's a visual mm-hmm. aid as well he said it's, it gives you something when you're looking at he called it the wreckage of his <laughs> failed business <laughs> it gives you it's a measuring stick yeah, instead of I, just guessing mm-hmm. man I wonder if it was cause you can hold it, your business next to these t- mm-hmm. visual aids magnifying and then, the yeah, yeah, yeah. For, for hindsight you can go back and see what part of the triangle where you slacking on Right, right. At right. one point, or one point that just wasn't res- re- represented at all, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, you know, saying it would help you, like you said, go through the record, see how, why you crashed, right? Because right. of that. So yeah, dope, dope, dope. All right, but yeah, no, nah, okay. Now moving on. Um, so uh, another point that you had that this, I feel like is ve- so valuable, um, but it's to stop. Uh, before you can be, begin again, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's all his books and stuff like no, no when to quit, mm-hmm. no when to stop, uh, no when to pause because everything is usually grind, 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 right. keep going, never quit, never Pick it stop, up. Pick yeah. up, get up, get up off the horse, yeah, go again, right? Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's it's as it can be as valuable to stop sometimes as it can be. To keep going, right? Depending on your situation, yeah. Um, it's like a relationship, bro. It really is. Like you invested time, uh, energy, money, um, and you didn't get out of it what you hoped to, mm. right? And it takes time to process. 
right? Mm-hmm. If you jump back in, it's not going to do you any good. You didn't really learn from the first one. So take your time, regroup, mm-hmm. get your thoughts together. And because it's going to, it should be taking you time to plan the next business anyway. So you shouldn't be just ready to just jump right back in. No, let me do this again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you should be constantly analyzing your company and what you're trying to do. Right, right, right. Yeah. And when Robert went to, um, went to his next business, um, he took two years. He took, yeah, he took two years off before he went to that next business. Mm-hmm. And when he went into it, he was able to have a clear vision. Okay. We're going to move like this. We're going to do like that. Right. And he found a lot of success in that business. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's important to know when to stop, especially if you're an, if you're an S, mm-hmm. if you're self-employed, um, because I would say out of the quadrant, that's the most worked. Mm-hmm. It's the S even yeah. more than the E An employee. They like, Oh, I get off at this time. I get mm-hmm. off at that time. When you're an S you really don't get off because you are in the ship. You're running the ship. You know what I'm saying? You could, you patching any holes that's in the ship. You're doing everything in the ship. Ha- you want the ship to constantly move. So there's really no uh, no breaks as right. an S. So you have to know when to stop. When when you start getting aggravated because you got clients. Yeah, it's a problem. When you start getting because man, I got to do this for this. Ooh, Lord. That's a problem. Yeah. You, that's a problem. You burned out like mm. because you're an S. You know mm. what I'm saying? It's the truth. You're self-employed. So... You have to know when to stop. You have to have an extra strategy. Uh, who am I going to pass it off to? Stuff like that. Right, 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 right. No, that's good. That's good. Um, so, um, the breakthrough learning. Um, so, I think that, you know, it's more, sometimes learning is dope, but then a part of learning is going to sound all, you know, <laughs> extra, but a part of learning is unlearning. Right, cause oh man, as as Robert take your was, time and take your time with that one. Man. As Robert was talking about, you know, learning what he was talking about was learning how to learn. You right. know, that's what he was talking about. The breakthrough learning was learning how to learn and how other people that you want to um, market your products to, how they learn. Right, right, learning right. How they learn, right, and how they learn as well. And so, because you know you're trying to serve your customer. Some somebody said, you know, you hear people say, you don't get in the business to make money. You know what I'm saying? And you know, okay, but it's so true because if you get in the business to make money, right? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to do? You're trying to solve your problem. You need money, so you <laughs> you're trying to solve your problem. But the whole concept of a successful business is solving somebody else's else problem. problem, right? So how I'm gonna solve your problem trying to solve my problem, right? It's not gonna work. <laughs> right. That's a conflict of interest, right? You feel me? I'm trying to learn your problem. I'm trying to learn about you, right? You're a customer avatar, or we we'll call mm. it POV, point of view. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it 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 takes it takes uh, neutral energy sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? To just go okay. What's best for my customer? How can I go about this? How can I go about that? And then finding your process. Because you may not just out the box be equipped with all the tools it takes to do that. And you have to go about learning them. That's why the um, communications part of the uh, BI triangle for your business is super important. Yeah, very true. Very true. Yeah, especially the external side. Because that's the part. That's how your business communicates 
to the actual clients and customers. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. That that is because you're not going to improve. Mm-hmm. You're not going. You're going to go out of business quick without a strong communications. Right. Part of the business. That's facts, bro. That, I can prove that. It's not an opinion. Right. You know what I'm saying? If you're not communicating with them, if they don't clearly know who you are, what you do, how you do it, things like that, and you can't get feedback from them to improve and constantly get better, you're mm-hmm. going to go out of business quick, bro. Because mm-hmm. your communication part of the triangle ain't good. Right, 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 right. No, it's good. Um, break, so, as far as breakthrough learning, I want to say this. Um, Robert and Kim went through a um, process of learning the different learning styles and the different teaching styles, mm-hmm. right? Because in this two-year time, they were—he was like they was broke, but we was just trying to figure out what. Um, oh, we went broke. I mean, we was yeah. trying to figure out what. Um, like how people learn because once they feel they found their mission first their mission was to educate um people about finance right financial mm-hmm. literacy for the masses right so now they're like i know i don't want to do it traditionally robert tell y'all time he was a cdf student mm-hmm. right so he's like, like that way is not gonna work so he they started going to different ways on how to teach mm-hmm. they went to oh boy um Tony Robbins. Mm-hmm, Tony uh, Roberts. Robbins. Robbins uh, seminar on how to teach people how to walk on coal. Yeah. On burning yeah, coal. Yeah, yeah. Like, they started studying all these different type of teachers. And mm-hmm. this guy named Ilya Prigogine, mm-hmm. right? He's a uh, Nobel Peace Prize winner, right? And he talked about uh, his research on dissipative structures to put it to put it into a simple example as possible his research proved why a child will climb on a bike fall off climb on fall off and then suddenly be able to ride again mm-hmm. right it says in the simplest terms under the extreme stress of falling down and getting up again and again the stress of the process causes the brain of the child to reorder Mm. right it goes from not knowing how to ride a bicycle to being able to ride a bicycle forever right right that's what he calls breakthrough learning yeah 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 right it's like the stress of that situation stress and then he goes on to say that stress is the way intelligence grows Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. if you're not constantly looking at your business that 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 right there is why uh you'll probably learn more from running a business than you'll do from working for someone mm-hmm. because it's only so much stress you're going to have as an employee. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about which one is more stressful running a business, bro. Right. Right. It's not right. even close. Yeah. It's all on you. Right. So some people think it's going to be easier when they're running on their own. It's actually going to be way more to think about. Right. right way right. more mental anguish and, and stress and anxiety. Yeah. So, that's why you're going to grow fast. I knew I grew faster, not by working at Target. <laughs> I knew I grew fast. I grew faster when I said, you know what? I'm going to open this tax office. I'm mm-hmm. going to run this business, hire these people, having to do this, having to become banking relationships, having to do this, having to do that. That's when I started growing faster, bro, because all that is one big gumbo pie, bro. Mm-hmm. And all that got to work together. Yeah. So with Robert and uh, with Robert and Kim, so Robert... You know, he found success with 
the new uh, business uh, they were they were doing. He was still in the um, surfer wallet. Like, well, after the surfer wallet, he uh, the business the rock rock ninety eight or some the business that he he created. Oh yeah, um, yeah. The marketing for the rock the and roll bands. It yeah. was similar to that. He used the old contacts from the surfer wallet. Yeah, to create the new business. Yeah, found success it. within the business, um, but it wasn't what he wanted to do overall. So then he ended up meeting Kim um, after that. And so that's what Jay's talking about, the years of figuring it out and struggling. Um, and then uh, it, it's going to even go to where it talks about, uh, you know, when they start building a new business, they still, it's still, he talks about this, the struggle of, should I do this or should I do that? Right. The point I'm making is, it's never a straight shot. Like, as he's telling the story in the book, mm -hmm. even when he finds success to get to the next part or the next point, it's still stress that comes in. And I, I, I view it as, and the way he's saying it is not even in a bad way, a negative way. It's exactly what you're saying. It's like, that's how you're going to grow. Mm -hmm. That's how you're going to get better is those different stressful points. If you just stay at the same comfort level forever... You'll never stretch it. You'll never stress stretch yourself any farther than that. Again, that's why you shouldn't stay in the E quadrant your entire mm -hmm. life. Because yeah. you're only gonna go backwards, man. What's good today is mediocre tomorrow and obsolete by the next day. Oh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why you yeah. shouldn't. That's why yeah. but business is ever evolving. So yeah. you have to keep moving. Yeah. You have to keep doing this. New technologies, new ways to market, new you have to keep moving, bro. Yeah, so being a, running a business, it's only gonna make you sharper, bro. Right, right, um, right, right. Also, it's how fast can you learn, right? Because entrepreneurs don't have the uh luxury of taking a long time to learn. Right, 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 right. right. Look how fast businesses fail. Yeah. So in order for them to succeed, the entrepreneur got to learn way faster than it already takes a business to fail fast. So that means the learning curve for the entrepreneur got to be way faster than that. Right, 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 right. That's good. That's you good. see what I'm That's saying? Good. So um, now it was really dope about the breakthrough learning part. It, it had me really, really thinking like that is how you learn. You have to go through stuff. Even like I said, you want to go back to relationships or you would say you ain't nothing until you argue, right? Nah, you, you say don't you know ain't nothing. you ain't married until you have. A, you don't uh, know that woman. Yeah, you don't know that you woman until you woman. had that uh, nothing about him to that argument, man. Mm -hmm. So um, that that process, bro, um, is just you can't skip it, bro. There is no way around it. Mm -hmm. You're gonna have to go through that process, bro. Mm -hmm. So, um, like I said. The thing is not what you go through is how fast can you learn from it and what can you quickly implement mm -hmm. moving forward. Mm -hmm. Sometimes if you can do that within the business going bad, you can still survive. You can stay float. Right. So um, one thing that Robert talks about is... Um, bringing something from each one of his processes correct as he's as he's writing it through each chapter and going through new business and new times he's like oh okay i learned this last time so mm -hmm. i'm gonna do this i learned that last time so now i'm gonna do this right and we have the exact same thing you know what i'm saying we've been through things in life um we've had different experiences mm -hmm. good and bad mm -hmm. and from each one of those experiences we've taken some good from it now 
sometimes what can happen is you want to throw the whole thing in the trash because <laughs> because it was a you deem it as a negative experience. So you want to throw the whole thing away. I don't even want to. I want to. I don't. I would put it in the box, lock it up. I don't want nothing from it. But the problem with that is, I'm betting something good came out of it. Mm-hmm. So whether it was fortitude, whether it was resilience, whether it was whatever, something good, bro. Every morning when I was at the fire uh, in the fire academy, every single morning when we would work out, we work out. Um, we our workout would start at like. 5.30 in the morning or something like that. 5.15 in the morning. Something. Every morning, bro, when we start, we be doing that, that uh, jogging and doing our cadence. I wanted to go home. Every morning. <laughs> I was like, I ought to just quit and go yeah, home. I started late. I just, Basic I just training, we started home. at 4.30. Say, this ain't the military. I'm a civilian. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a civilian, man. What you mean? <laughs> He was in the whole, he was in the a whole military branch, Jack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, late, bro. We would have been, we been finished exercising. Nah, now nah, I probably would have went home then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the point is, I never quit. Hmm? So, though I that I, I hated having to get up that early and do that. You know what I'm saying? I took from that experience. I always take from that experience. I know in my head if I want to quit something that I'm not going to do it. So let's get over that and keep going. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus just anytime. Oh man, well, how, what you think about when you think about the academy? Oh man, it's terrible. Everything bad. Everything. Was bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We all had those experiences. You and your feelings, man. Yeah. Grab the good. Move it to the next piece. Mm-hmm. Move it to the next piece. Move it to the next piece. Then you're going to look up and realize, dang, though I'm not where I want to be, when I look at a lot of the tools on my tool belt, mm-hmm. I'm equipped, bro. I don't care what my bank account say. I don't care what my following online say. I don't care what she say, he say. But I'm looking at what I brought from these processes and mm-hmm. I'm equipped. Because Robert, before he started that successful business, he was a failed entrepreneur. That boy say once he started that successful business, he was able to pay off over 70000 mm-hmm. Seven hundred thousand. Oh God! Seven hundred thousand. Put some respect on that. Seven hundred thousand mm-hmm. worth of debt, mm-hmm. bro. Seven hundred. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, but if he would have stopped right there, he would have had to file for bankruptcy. He'd been a failed businessman. Yeah, Rich Dad told him, man, you gotta go back to it, and then you gotta go back and rebuild and fix yeah, it. Yeah, Pro- yeah. Ooh, say that boy. Financial ruin, ruin. Yeah, because he says he says complete the process. Yeah, right. Fin- or you say finish your breakfast if you I'll finish your breakfast. <laughs> complete the process. Take the best stuff with you mm-hmm. from that process because mm-hmm. you're moving on. It's complete. Mm-hmm. Take the best with you. Leave the rest. Yeah, and move on to the next process. And over the course of your life. As you transition, do that over and over and over again. Yeah. And like you said, by the time you get to that thing that's really what you on earth to do, mm-hmm. your passion, your real mission, you already got these tools. From right, right. X, Y, and Z different processes you went through. Right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah, it don't all just pop out. Yeah, it don't all just pop out at one time. All right, so going from S to B. Mm-hmm. We talked about that in the beginning, right? Going from S to B. Small going from business S to, to B. big business. Um, so he says the, um, one of the, one of the big differences between a S and a B quadrant person is the number of customers they can handle. 
if you want to be rich simply serve more people mm -hmm. i uh he goes on to say i knew it was time to stop and figure out how to go from s the s quadrant to the b quadrant instead of trying to leap across the grand canyon uh kim <laughs> and i were now ready to climb up the other side yeah because he said um he said with the surfer wallet business he realized it you know because they both were employees at xerox mm -hmm. him and his partners they was the high sales sales people at xerox right mm -hmm. so he's like man you know if we get a product we know how to sell we good we're gonna we're gonna win right yeah it's true the only problem is you jump from e quadrant employees mm -hmm. tried to go straight to b right right and he said a better path that he's seen is to go from e to S right. to go from employee to self-employed first or small business first right then go from S to B which means scale up right 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 right, right. yeah and he went there thinking that he was gonna jump straight from E to B and like he said it was like Evil Knievel trying to jump over the Grand Canyon with no parachute with no parachute yeah. on a motorcycle yeah <laughs> so um you the key is how many people can you serve, right? Because if you're S, you're limited because you are the product. Mm -hmm. And since you are the product and you are just a human being, you're limited, mm -hmm. right? So um, when you remove yourself, right? Take in the book it says take the self out of self-employment. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Right? Because S normally means small business or self-employed. Yeah. So you have to take the self out of self-employed, right? So the only way you're going to do that is you structure it to where you're not in the triangle mm -hmm. as part of the product. And now this is perfectly leading into the next part because I know that uh, some people may think, man, how I can't see how that can happen. I'm the one that run this. Mm -hmm. You know, this is Mike's Auto Shop. Mm -hmm. You know, this that's is, the problem. This Kim's only one Mike. Salon. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? How do I do that? And uh, the next part uh, explains that perfectly. Where he talks about your eye, he says the eye, of the, the eye of the um, through the, the eye of the needle. Mm -hmm. um, what's the quote? Through he has through the eye of the needle because he says it uh, specifically where Rich Dad tells him. Um, oh, here it is. Here it is. He says um, so. Rich Dad, he said Rich Dad had learned about the eye of the needle uh, from the Bible. Mm -hmm. It's a popular saying in church. Uh, it goes something like, it's easier for a camel camel to pass through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to pass into heaven. Right. Um, and so Rich Dad modified it saying, forget the camel. If a man can pass through the eye of a needle, or the eye of a needle, he will enter the world of tremendous wealth. So he goes on to say Rich Dad wasn't trying to, you know, Rich Dad was a you know, religious man. He was, you know, he respecting the scripture. But what he was trying to say is he was simply using the lesson and modifying it to create his own lesson. In business terms, what he meant was for an entrepreneur uh, to pass through the eye of the needle the entrepreneur had to leave him or herself behind. Correct. What passed through the eye of the needle was the intellectual property 
of the entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Let me let me let me let me let me bring that back screw. Let me bring that back screw. Tap tap. Look. For the entrepreneur <laughs> to pass through the eye of the needle, the entrepreneur had to leave him or herself behind. What passed through the eye of the needle was the intellectual property of the entrepreneur. Mm. Hey man, tell him about the gun line, boss. Tell him about the gun line. Um Man, how you do that then? Mm-hmm. Right? That's what they're saying, right? So your your intellectual property is your ideas mm-hmm. and the things that you create, your processes, mm-hmm. your things like that. So in the in the book, they have a picture of a guy on the left side. They have a needle in the middle. Mm-hmm. And they have a box on the right side that says product. Mm-hmm. And, and it has an arrow going from the guy through the needle in the middle to the product, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, that guy is too big. Mm-hmm. He's sending something through the needle, but it's not him because mm-hmm. he's too big to go through that. But his ideas mm-hmm. may mm-hmm. go through them because it doesn't require his body to go through them. Right. So if you take your ideas and you harness them properly and they go through the eye of the needle, it becomes a product that can be mass distributed Mm -hmm. to the masses to create an enormous amount of wealth and you're not there, which means you were the one tying, you the one that's holding your IP back by keeping it to yourself. Right. But when you send it through that eye of the needle, which is when you send it through a well uh, structured business Mm -hmm. with a good BI triangle, Mm -hmm. yeah, then it could be mass produced because you got the legal part on there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's going to protect your IP. Mm-hmm. You got a system that's going to get it out. You got communication. You got all of those parts of that triangle to that'll turn your ideas into a well or machine BI triangle producing product. Because what you have to remember is whether if it's service based, product based, if it's digital, if it's physical. It, it works for all of it. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately, like I said, your idea is going through, right? Mm-hmm. So even if you have a, a physical business where, um, man, I cut hair. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or I'm, uh, uh, I mow, your, mow lawns. Or you know what I'm saying? Well, the process that you've used to get 20 customers, 30, 40, 50 customers and mow their yard... That process, systemized, can be the same thing that they do with any franchise. Right. Uh, if you cut hair, the same process you use to get your customers into your shop and the customer service you use and the booking system that you have and how you charge and all of that, that process can be franchised, right? right? Or it can get to the point where you get your shop running to where you don't have to be in the shop anymore. You right. just run the shop. Mm-hmm. So... If you desire anything that you do, if you're doing it well and your BI triangle is on point, somebody else going to want to do what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so if nothing else, your ability to teach them how to do what you do well is, in essence, the idea passing through the eye of the needle Mm -hmm. because that is exactly what a franchise is. You know what I'm saying? The franchise prototype model that we've talked about before where you go, this is exactly how I do this business. And then by understanding that, it can be replicated. Well, your your 
your business is the first franchise of your thoughts. Very true. Very true. Because what you have is in your head. Mm-hmm. Right, that's your intellectual property. So the first business that you create, that is the first franchisee. Yeah, so it's of your thoughts it's through your eyes. It's not the eye of the needle yet, but it came right. through you as a product. Right. Now you just needed to be able to to transfer. You right. know, which yeah. is why you should have thought you should have did more thinking about this business and planned it out well before you even started. If you wanted to be if a you business, wanted to be a business, you might just want to build up your clientele and right. work. That that is you that's may different. want that, and that's fine. but I'm talking about if you want to go from us. The title is go from small business to big business. Right. You want to go from self employed type stuff to big business. It has to be without you. Right, 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 right. Exactly. Um, dope, dope. Um, so I think the last thing we got is the great team, right? Yeah. Um, towards the end. Well, let's let's give them this real quick. It mm-hmm. says there are many examples of entrepreneurs going through the eye of the needle yep. throughout history. A few are when Henry Ford designed his automobile to be mass produced. He passed through the eye of the needle. Until then, most cars were custom ordered or, or handmade. When Steve Jobs and his team at Apple Computers created the iPod, they went through the eye of the needle. When someone like Steven Spielberg or George Lucas creates a movie, they too go through the eye of the needle. McDonald's went through the eye of the needle by franchising their hamburgers worldwide. When a network marketer builds a downline of business owners, it goes through the eye of a needle, right? When a politician uses a television to campaign... Or if you're Obama, use social media right. to campaign. They go through the eye of the, meat of the needle. A politician who goes door to door is not. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's giving examples of people taking their ideas and through intellectual property, through their thoughts, putting it out, and it creates success for them to where they don't have to reach the person individually one by one themselves. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? That is going through the eye of the needle. That's if you needed a definition, that's what that means. Yeah. That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah, but he moved on to um the um your team, right? And uh at the end, you know, Sharon has her part and uh you know your team should how you pick them should help you continue because uh, everything leads back to the mission. Mm-hmm. So who you pick, how you pick them or whatever, it should all go back to uh, the mission. So he just talked about how his team, he had like one or two pages talking about how his team is a people who had their own um, strategy or path or whatever, but it was inside the same mission. So it was easy for them to come mm-hmm. on and join them. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Now, so man, if, anything today you know if anything today i say take from it is when you are thinking about you know if you're an entrepreneur and you're thinking about your business and um what you want to do the reason why we talk about the bi triangle and looking at the cash flow quadrant and your mission and the vision and all of that now it is just for pointless homework is that so you can have a roadmap or where you desire to go. Because if you desire to um, go from S to B, then that'll look different uh, in the start for you versus if you're like, no, I have no intentions 
uh, on franchising or going to be, I want to build up my clientele and work my clientele into retirement. Then you, you can be kinder to yourself because you know what you're trying to do. Yeah. So you're not, you set your own metrics, you set right. your own goals, you set your own factors. Scope because, of the business, you're determining your own scope. Right, right. Yeah. Because the internet is just going to give you a broad scope. <laughs> it's going to give you a, you need to be doing this. Everybody should be, be doing big that. business in the big internet, business. according get to them. Six figures in six weeks, right. get you some money. And whoop, 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 whoop. And then you looking like, dang, I'm lacking. No, you're not. You you doing exactly what you want to be doing. You know what I'm no, saying? You're doing what ninety percent of the of America is doing. Ninety percent of America is small business. Right, right, right. So right. That, uh, that just show you how much cap is on the internet. <laughs> I'm just saying that just show you how much cap is really yeah, out there, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going by I'm going by the Department of Labor statistics, <laughs> right. bro. I ain't going by uh, what they said on Instagram and all that. Mm-mm. No, sir, Jack. I'm going yeah. by what it says. What's being tracked? Right, right. Because right, you got to right. file 1099. And W twos on these employees, so I'm going by right, those. I'm right. going by. I ain't with the cap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. yeah, you can build your team and get this at six figures and this. <laughs> and, and look, that's cap. and that's what's so cold about <laughs> it, man. Is like that's what's so cold about it, bro. Is you know, I I've been, I can't, I can't just, you know, man. I'm an authority in a whole bunch of things. Just a few things. Mm-hmm. And so marriage is one of those things. Relationship, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So, bro. Court of love, doctor. Yeah, yeah. Hey, man, yeah, we might have Insta- another podcast him on, him on, on the network. On the, uh, <laughs> he ain't like Martin. That tried to, that was, nah, he the little doctor. For I might, I, we might have another podcast, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's like, bro, think about it. Think about it. Somebody pitching you, a, a, a relationship counselor, relationship expert, or whatever, and they pitching you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you want to fall in love and get married in six months? Well, they, they I show Will you how Smith, to do it. They, they hitch. hitch. I will. Yeah. They will Smith. I show you. I show you how to do it. It's like what? <laughs> That's cap. It yeah. don't work like Big that. Cap. You can't start with love and marriage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It has to start with values. It starts with foundation. It starts mm-hmm. with beliefs. It, it, it uh, starts with alignment. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So, But online, they be like, you know what I'm saying? You want to make some money? I'm going to show you how to do it. Nah, that's not how you do that. You know man. what I'm saying? That's not how you do that, man. But uh, anyway. Yeah, I'll finish with um, Blair Singer. Uh Blair Singer is the author of the book uh, Sales Dogs, which is oh yeah 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 part of the Patreon. Re- yeah, it's, I got a Patreon listen about that. You know, check it out. Um, he's a rich dad advisor about sales, right? Right, and he says because uh, we're talking about team and we're wrapping this up. It says the strength and commitment of your team and their passion to promote and serve others. Hmm. It's that that determines your reputation, your success, and your cash flow. Mm. So if you want to summarize that up, like you you as a business owner, you're going to determine the scope of the mission, right? And then once you determine what scope, like how many people you're trying to reach, how many people you're trying to do that, then you're going to get the team that you need to execute that scope of the mission right, right. and then from there is it's up to them to have the same passion as you to pro, to promote and to serve 
people like you and come alongside with you. Yeah. That'll determine your success. That's good. That's good. All right, man. Appreciate y'all checking us out, man. Another episode of Another the Literacy one. Kings. Callie Make Morris. sure if you not subscribed on Apple Podcasts to subscribe because there's content in there already that you do not have if you're mm-hmm. not a subscriber. If you want to go deeper and get lessons, sales dogs that Jay just mentioned, it's a lesson like that inside of Patreon. Make sure you check out Patreon. If nothing else, make sure that you uh, subscribe to the podcast. You rate and review, man. Like we tell you on each and every episode, we read them and it really matters and makes um, it, it, it really helps us see what y'all are seeing when we put out stuff. We put it out, but how do y'all feel about it? Because right. we're here to serve y'all. So appreciate that greatly, man. Until the next time, we are the Literacy Kings. Love. Love.